0: Hey everyone welcome to disrupting our practice i'm shannon patterson
1: and i'm greg flynn this podcast is for white-bodied leadership and organization development consultants facilitators coaches and trainers
0: this is a weekly podcast dedicated to the exploration of how we practitioners can disrupt our practices those practices where we are unwittingly perpetuating racism oppression and harm And it's all in service to being able to co create a culture of equity, justice, and healing so we live in a world that truly works for everyone.
1: Thanks for joining us as we work to disrupt our practice. (laughs) Hi, Shannon. (laughs) Hi, Greg. What's funny is that I know that you're laughing because you just said, stop, stop, stop talking. Let's hit record because I was already saying things that you'd want to record.
0: Well, and we've been sitting here talking about what we were going to record and wondering if we had anything to record as we've been talking about things that are actually probably worth sharing. So here we are, finally.
1: What I don't understand is why we don't just record our every conversation like richard nixon style not like every conversation with other people and they don't know about it but like you and i know about it but we just record them and then because it does seem like sometimes you get off calls and like man that would have been a good episode
0: yeah i think it goes right into my personal material greg if i can't possibly be saying anything worth recording every time i mean that just feels arrogant and ridiculous
1: well you know but yeah and also we probably neither of us have enough time to to wade through the that many hours of footage so yes um, anyways <laughs> this is fascinating i'm sure for everybody i'm sure uh, but do you want to do you want to do like a brief check-in and then talk about what we were talking about
0: yeah that sounds good you can check in it's kind of related uh, to what we were talking about um which is like we were talking about how to be in relationship to our work and schedule and stuff and expectations of what all that looks like. And so, you know, my check-in these days and today is kind of the same as it's been recently, which is I'm feeling energized and excited and I'm disrupting some of the patterns and stories I have around my work and what it should look like and what its cadence needs to be. Like, and because I'm kind of forging new ground, I'm also tired you know, there's just sort mm. of a lot of. Um, I don't know it's like going through snow without snowshoes. You know, every step is mm. every step is a big and significant, but it takes a lot of energy step right now. Um, and so that feels kind of like what's going on mentally, emotionally, you know, spiritually, and physically. Um, mm. It's kind of all wrapped up in that mm. metaphor. For me, Mm. so yeah, coming in kind of all the things, and I my capacity those feels oh no, seven out of ten, pretty good. So here I am. How are you doing? What's your check in and capacity today?
1: Yeah, thanks, Shannon. Uh, I am, hmm, yeah, I'm like. I'm coming in with a lot of energy, which is odd because I did not sleep well last night, which meant that I slept late. I, I mean, part of the reason I have more energy, I think, is because I slept in and because I hadn't slept very well. But that also meant that I didn't get to do my morning routine the way that I like to do it and the way that, you know, uh, feeds me in a lot of ways. And so I'm kind of aware of that. But I've got, I've got quite a bit of energy today. And, yeah, I was checking in with another group with some folks that you know uh that call that you know on regularly every couple of weeks and and this morning and found myself sharing how like a big part of what's up for me in this in this year this like you know even though we're (laughs) almost through february like it still feels like a new year uh is this kind of reorienting myself to the ways i'm measuring Mm. what's valuable for me Mm. and there's a lot of ways in which the the, the the things that I'm participating in and the experiences I'm having aren't don't necessarily measure up to certain metrics hmm. but when I reorient it's like it, 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 it's much more satisfying to actually orient from a place of um, following an, a creative thread and following something that really feels very satisfying so hmm. um, I'm noticing that you know, in me, which, which brings up all kinds of feels and, and, um, (laughs) you know, realities like and and, you know, so I'm, I'm kind of like, I kind of still to this day from early pandemic on still feel kind of all the feels in a given day. and, And I certainly have today, but right now in this moment, just feeling gratitude and glad to be here with you and, um, dive into dive into whatever this conversation is.
0: Yeah. I think this conversation is somewhat about like, disrupting the characteristics of white supremacy Mm. you know we just had Mm. a workshop last night where we were looking at the characteristics and people were talking about like what came up as they considered those as
1: characteristics
0: Mm -hmm. and how they moved in them and what they noticed you know the degree to which they could notice them in you know the world around them and all the ways and then you know the whole question of disrupting and how so much of that is like starting with ourselves and, and, you know, disrupting in other ways. Um, So, you know, we were both talking about relationship to our work and, and, you know, the the schedule of this podcast and a schedule of something else we're doing on a weekly basis. And that's what we were talking about. I don't know if I made it at all (laughs) clear.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, just to kind of, just to bring that a little bit further, right. Is like, because we were in a question, we are like, well, what should we talk about today? You know, and this is a, this is a kind of a weekly question we've been in. And and sometimes there's a very easy and obvious answer to the question. And sometimes it takes a little bit of digging and we get to an answer. And I think this week we were both kind of staring at the wall thinking and and then I brought in the idea of like, oh, you know what we should do is we should be scheduling this guest and we should talk about that guest. And oh, what do you think about this person? Which is none of this is useful for this moment because we have to schedule them down the road. And, and we broached the subject of, do we want to just not record today? Right. You know, what would that mean? And, and one of the things I named was, I have in me a running script that says that if we, if we take a break, Of a week or two weeks or, oh my God, three weeks, if you can imagine. Oh my God. That, that like the, the, whatever momentum has been built will be lost completely. You know, that in order to actually have a thing be useful and effective, people need to, they need to anticipate it. And if you disappoint them by not showing up in a given day, a given week at your usual time, then, you know, then they'll just disappear forever, you know, and Uh. Um, and then the whole thing will have been a waste, you know, oh. like the whole thing will be for not, and it's like, and, and wh- one of the things that reveals to me actually is how there's a part of me internalized that's saying like, you have to get something out of this.
0: Mm. You personally this, have to get something out of this.
1: Oh. That I have to get something out of this, that the reason to do it is to get something out of it which is fascinating because that's actually the first time that that's become clear to me when I have my kind of conscious level mm. understanding of why to do this has nothing to do with that. So that I find really interesting.
0: Yeah, I I do too and I think just sort of the different ways this, you know, commitment or cuz as you were talking I was thinking it's such a transactional lens. Right? And you know i have to show up and mm-hmm. do this for you because you you know you didn't say this i thought you were going to say you know because the people expect it and they in order f- to keep them then i have to you know mm. be reliable now i'm projecting and then you're then they, <laughs> and then you said no i have to get something out of it but it's but it's still a transactional relationship right mm-hmm. rather than you know i don't know grace and just being relational over time and Mm -hmm. you know that because my story was yes well what does it say about you that you're not being reliable and you committed to do this and this is work is important to you and if it's important to you then you have to keep your commitments and so like I'm over here you know driving myself against a whole set of you know kind of competent I don't know there's perfectionism running through there there's transaction mm-hmm. there's you know all, all the things that are more about getting stuff and mm-hmm. having to do things for people to have value and worth to be taken seriously to take myself seriously um, mm-hmm. and so just feeling you know feeling all of that come up and you know thinking about podcasts and people that i love i mean please take a break <laughs> go feel better. I won't die if I don't download your podcast. Uh, in fact, I'll miss you and that'll be lovely.
1: It's, it's really funny, you know, cause there's a podcast I've been listening to. It started in September of 2011 mm. and I listen to it to this day and I look for it every week. I'm like excited to listen to it. And there have been numerous uh, stretches where they've taken like like there'll be times on a week here and a week there, but there've been numerous stretches when it's been like four or five weeks and there's nothing. And then there's no communication. There's no email. There's no nothing. Right. And, uh, and I'm still here, right. Listening to it. And so like there's, in a lot of ways I'm, I'm proof that actually the story that I'm, that's running me is bullshit. Right. But I think it shows like one of the, when you were just, what you were just, when you were talking, the image I was having was like, like we talk a lot about using the the metaphor of being mountain guides. Right. And like, um, you know, we know mountains, we don't know your mountain, let's go discover your mountain. And like, let's kind of, you know, uh, go check out the different crevices and different aspects of it and the views and all that. But I can, so I can imagine like when you're out there doing that kind of work and you're out mountaineering, there's a way in which you can get stuck in the, in the trails that have already been carved by the many thousands of people who have hiked that mountain, right? Like, and some of those trails are intentionally placed there by Washington Trails Association or, you know, whatever regional like trail hiking group you have, like, you know, maintaining, maintaining trails on that mountain. Right. But then there's like the, well, what if we actually went and explored some other part of the mountain in order to do that, we got to kind of cut our own trail. We have to find our way through and that's a particular skill. And it's a particular approach to mountaineering and to, you know, to exploring the wilderness that takes you into some like unknown. It takes you into a territory where you're going to, you maybe, maybe, you know, maybe you are going to bump up against, you're certainly going to bump up against things. We have to double back, you know, I can't go this way because there's a, a ravine or whatever. So we got to double back and find another way. But so I had this image of like how easy it is to get pulled right onto the path that's already been carved, right? When that path that's been carved is the one that's driven into our head's like pretty much daily if we're on social media and we're in like any kind of you know business development kind of conversation today which is like show up be regular you know you got to meet the algorithm with like your presence right. and your regularity you've got to kind of become in service to this technology become in service to this thing as opposed to being in service to the thing you're trying to create which has its own um timeline it has its own pace and and there's not a whole lot of i mean I, i'm sure there's a lot of people who are doing this but i don't know in my world i don't feel like i have a lot of models for take a break stop just sit right. down and go lay down and or go go take a go take a few days off and just forget about work i can think of very few if any Um, people in my life that actually really truly operate that way a couple especially if they're listening i I don't (laughs) don't want anybody but greg you're not paying attention to me but i i actually like really feel like it's it's so rare and it's so not what lives in my nervous system that it's like oh god i i need to disrupt this for sure
0: oh absolutely i mean so much of what you said about you know being out there and forging our own trail and it's a completely different skill set you know, it's a whole different thing, set of things to be comfortable with within myself, or maybe not even be comfortable with them, but at least be like, well, I know, (laughs) I know if I use my compass in this way, I will, you know, be on track, even if that is uncomfortable, and I'm not quite sure, and I'm still new at it. Um, You know, so it's like, wanting to get off the trail in and of itself is exciting and interesting, or for some it's scary. And it's like, well, what are we going to do? And then there's, you know, the being and being in that experience and learning how to navigate it. And, you know, I think about that so often, you know, when when I think about disrupting the characteristics of white supremacy and trying to build a different kind of world together, co-create a different kind of world. And they're like, well, what does it look like? I'm like, I don't know. All I know is like not that way, um mm-hmm. you know, and I think there are lots of lots of folks that have lots of amazing ideas for what else, but they you know they're like outside of my my realm. I was also thinking, as you were talking, like how often do I go somewhere unfamiliar, like I'm on the beaten path of my life mm. all the time, like to the grocery store to the you know, so like where in our lives these days. You know, do we have the opportunity to like wander off in a way that, you know, is a learning experience and not a terror experience? Um, mm. So it just feels, you know, it just feels relevant on like, thinking about what we need to build here and in ourselves and with each other. And, you know, you and I somewhere in here, I think on the description of the podcast is like co-create you know mm-hmm. co-create a different world co-create a different uh different ways of being together and it's like wow that's it's a tall ask and mm-hmm. you know starting from where we're starting there's just not a lot of there's just not a lot of opportunities to do that really yeah truly
1: yeah yeah and and you know it's it's interesting cuz when we were when we were talking about this before hitting record you were talking about how like it's important for us to remember that this work isn't just a self-improvement project, right? It's it's also about, it's mostly about actually figuring out how to not cause harm. And I think when you're talking about like being on the beaten path, like, you know, I think about that from like the lens of always using, you know, like Apple Maps or Google Maps to get around town. Like, oh, the, what's the quickest way? You know, it's going to give me the, it's going to help me avoid the traffic or whatever. One, it doesn't <laughs> usually. <laughs> right. <laughs> and two, it like takes me on like, Pretty predictable routes, and you know, and if i if I always do that, I will never drive through a part of town that I haven't been to before, and I've lived in Seattle for fourteen years now, and I'm confident that there are many parts of town I actually haven't been to right um, in, in part because of that, and then the other thing though is if we're on the beaten path all the time, the beaten path, if we are looking at if we're like holding the lens of of white supremacy culture, oppressive systems, that's the beaten path, right? right. So we're more likely, we're mo- we, are we guaranteed to not cause harm by going off the beaten path? No.
0: Mm, we just take the beaten path with us.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and, but also what I, what I was thinking is like, we're more likely to run into people who are living off the beaten path or who's, who are mm. have an experience off the beaten path if we get off that, you know, and, and, and the more we run into people who to think differently than us, who, or who are, are an active disruption of, you know, active disruption, active resistance, actually actively building something differently. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way you're going to, you're going to actually be able to build those relationships on the beaten path. So there's a, there's a way in which like doing something like taking a break, taking a step back and saying like, okay, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna do something completely different for a little while. Uh, as uncomfortable as that is, and as much as my whole system is like, ah, what am I doing? This is such a mistake. I actually am gonna be I'm probably increasing my chances of being able to make the kinds of connections that can help reduce the harm that I'm likely to, to um, cause simply by following the path that was laid out before me.
0: Mm-hmm. So true, I just feel the the times when I feel like I've stepped into you know communities or met people who you know are purposefully living outside as much as as much as possible, you know <laughs> um, and how different the rhythms of their life can be or the ways that they think about things, their principles or what they put at the center or, you know, how mm-hmm. they choose to engage and how uh just how wonderful that can be, how disorienting. Sometimes I'm not always sure, you know, how to engage or, you know, be in relationship. Um, and that feels important too, is mm-hmm. to feel is to feel the limitations of my own understanding around being in relationship mm-hmm. um, and how narrow of a band that that can be for me, my understanding mm-hmm. of relationship and ways to be. And that includes like any being in relationship with other people, but also being in relationship with the world or my work or, you know, how work moves through me, how my creativity moves through me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's possible to co-create if I can make, make some space. Mm-hmm. Um and how I think about things and approach things, and even that makes some space within myself in terms of having like time and energy and you know, time box pressure and you no know, stupid algorithm. Um, <laughs> that I'm trying to take care of so yeah, it feels, feels important, but uh, also not easy. Mm-hmm. I can just feel the. I mean, even a few weeks ago, I think we got on to do a podcast and I was just, I was in, them and keep my commitments. God damn it. And I was impossible. I think you're like, I'm not podcasting with you.
1: <laughs> well, I may have been a bit, hopefully a little, um, uh, gentler than that. Yeah, you were,
0: <laughs> But, you know, even that was an interesting, you know, it's just an interesting place to be in together of like, yeah, yeah. we're both anyway, that's a whole different conversation, I think. But ways in which we're we're trying to disrupt patterns. I mean, that's what you said to me that day, like, hey, I'm trying trying to, you know, not just do things because I said I would do them or or whatever the thing is. Like I don't feel like we need to be in this space together. And I'm like, well I tend to like quit or give up or, you know, get extreme or collapse. So I was like trying to galvanize myself, you know, to Yeah. You know, find the will to be in what I was committed to. And it was just an interesting moment of like where where we found ourselves. So Mm -hmm. it feels that experience feels connected to what we're talking about today.
1: Totally is, I think, you know, and it's it. Yeah, I mean, I I appreciate your naming that because it's I think in some ways it could probably be relatively easy for somebody listening to this to think like, oh, okay, so the thing to do is just always take a break where the thing to do is always go against the thing that your um, system is saying to do. And I don't know that that's necessarily it. I think in fact, but what you're sharing there, like you're kind of navigating your own trauma story of you know, that, that leads to collapse and leads to quitting and leads to walking away through developing some kind of like a, a kind of resilience of going to go forward and where that meets Something like so. One of the th- one of the ways I think about this podcast isn't just about content, but also about experience and energy and um, the the like the kind of conversation r- rather than just the content of the conversation. And so it's like, where does that meet up against the the resilience question? You know, and like in in your own. Uh, process. And how do we, how does the decision to say, actually, let's actually take a step back today and not do this, but not like hopefully do it in a way that honors the fact that you want to, you're committing yourself to something and you're not, you're trying to actually um, change a pattern in your own life. I think both can exist simultaneously, but they can't exist simultaneously if we're not actually tending to them. Mm -hmm. Um, and tending to it feels like a big piece of this right and like some of it is like even the question today of like should we take a break the answer turned out to be no we're going to actually record at least 20 minutes worth of podcast because we have something to say about how this is actually connected to what we're doing but that doesn't mean that we're not tending to the reality of like maybe we should take a little break
0: yeah I mean as you're talking I'm thinking about how there isn't see lots of thoughts going through my head so I can feel the either or right Mm. is it does it mean that we need to take a break all the time or does it mean that we need to you know push through the pattern Um, and as I'm listening to all of that and thinking really it's being in relationship you know and relating and having a conversation and and like being like hey let's take a moment and talk about how we're relating to this thing and to each other and to ourselves and through relating about that in this yes. moment, you know, we'll have a greater sense of what might be needed. You know, so in a way we're orienteering, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to this moment and to, mm. you know, to each other and to ourselves. And it circles back to me on relating and the role of relationship and Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if we put kind of relating and relationship at the center?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Relationship to one another relationship to ourselves, relationship to the work. Yeah.
0: And is, and is, is what we're doing in this moment. Can't think of another word at the, besides good, but like, is it good for this relationship? Is it, is it tending mm-hmm. this relationship? Well, is it caring? May I the this is, are we being caring mm. uh, in how we're being right now? And I can ask that mm. question of myself. You know, <laughs> a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, I was not really being caring mm. uh, for myself in the midst of trying to change a pattern.
1: Um, yeah, it's interesting how we can do that, right? How we can get wrapped up in the idea of the way to change the pattern is to push through the thing that gets in the way of my changing the pattern. Right, right. You know, which is just another reinforcement of the systems in the way that keep us, you know, keep us locked in and, and, and the trauma story, right. The trauma story that there, some other part of the trauma story, that's like the way to do this is to (laughs) to push through and persevere. And I have my, I have my, all of these things, you know, so we all do. And so, yeah. hmm.
0: Maybe that feels like a good place to wrap is to watch for where we push instead of relate you know, and where we need care instead of, I don't know, consistency or, you know, the whatever our own negative story is around consistency over all else. I might just be talking to myself here, but it just, it feels perhaps a good place to leave people with.
1: Yeah. Or what version of that lives in you. Like that we all have our own versions of these things and there's no, obviously there's no monolith of, you know, we all have our own unique trauma story and we all have the way in which our unique trauma story has shaped the way we experience our collective conditioning and collective trauma stories. And so what does that look like in each of us? You know, what does that look like in you specifically? And what does it look like to make a, a caring, tender choice to Disrupt that. And I think part of that question is with whom are you in relationship to support you in that? Because it's so easy to think about these things as something that I need to do.
0: Yes. Yeah. You so know, good and, to be in relationship with who can support you.
1: Yeah. So I love the idea of leaving it there and having a nice little short little one. And yeah. Um,
0: it can be in the inquiry of taking a break and doing that with care yeah. and
1: yeah, yeah. we'll see right we have a we have a very kind of intense weekend coming up going to spend some time with the, f- our friends at holistic resistance and grief to action and um, a workshop we're we're attending this weekend that may or may not come out <laughs> with a whole bunch of things to say next week who knows but um,
0: yeah i think some of yeah yeah it some of what was going on for me today, which is like when we were both staring at the wall is like I feel like there's lots moving and nothing's bubbled to the surface in a in a way that feels totally articulatable you know? well
1: maybe except 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 what we just spent 28 minutes talking about
0: <laughs> wasn't that the thing talk about talk about what you notice right That's yeah, what I noticed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so hopefully hopefully that was uh that was a fun journey for all the listeners and we'll yeah, we'll slow it down here and plop in the usual I think by the time this would post, um we will be on the other side of the of the workshops or maybe there'll be one more workshop left, but there'll be more coming for sure. Yeah. And
0: so if you found those yeah. workshops disrupting our practice, we'll probably leave the uh, page descriptions up for a while so you can read them. And if you're interested, you can always get on our email list and, you know, just stay in touch and find us at Shannon or Greg at connectionworks.com. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Many thanks to those who have left reviews of, of the podcast. And if you're up for it, we would be super grateful. It's one of those things that helps. And otherwise, Reach out and go and disrupt your own patterns.
0: <laughs> With care. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.